What's going on, Jabronis? And welcome to another episode of Jabroni Sports. Uh, as the AC kicks on, of course. Wait for the intro. Of course. We Sorry, gotta, it's hot as hell. I've been at work all day, a sweaty mess, and I decided to turn on the AC. Fight I, me if you got problems. I like that the AC was like, oh, now you're recording? I'm going to kick in, even though I haven't been on literally the entire time you guys. There you go. That's no. right. You shut up over there, you bitch-ass air conditioner. Hey. Pardon the she, language. She's been good to me. Pardon the language. 30 seconds in, already already dropping, calling calling air conditioners cusses out here. Um, coming in hot, come on, you know. Big, come on, big sometimes, guy. Sometimes you come, in, you come in a little too hot, dude. Um, I know. Yeah. But uh, this is Jabroni Sports. You can find us on Twitter at Jabroni underscore sports. You can email us by emailing jabronisports at gmail.com. My name is AJ Firstenau. You can find me on social media at AJFUERSTENAU. Joining me this evening, as always, is the one and only. I am at It's Your Boy Gonzo. And you can find me on the interwebs. You can find them. Surfing them webs. If you want. If you don't want to, you probably won't find me. Slinging webs like Spider Man out here. That's what I find. No, I get usually. caught in them. You get caught in them webs? Yeah, usually the Wikipedia webs. Oh, that's, oh man, Wikipedia webs are rough. Wikipedia webs are like. How is Wikipedia better than IMDb? Isn't IMDb, doesn't somebody like a company do that? Also, IMDb is just specifically for movies, and Wikipedia still does a better job, like, summarizing movies. IMDb Which, is trash. Yeah, I say it's always confused me because I used to use IMDb for stuff, and uh, then I was like, well, actually, Wikipedia, if it's even a movie that was like somewhat successful, it'll have like the plot synopsis, it'll have like the critical reception, it'll have any controversies connected to the film. Like, it's just such a one-stop shop for any information about a movie. Like, it'll tell you the awards it won. Like, on IMDb, I feel like I just see a bunch of thumbnails from the movie. And then the rest, I have to like go on like an archaeological expedition. I have to fucking Indiana Jones my way to any actual information from and the IMDb, IMDb website. Is, is not designed for you to get lost in for any significant amount of time. No, you should. You're usually there for like a thing, or the other thing that it's good for is if you like know the actor and you want to see what else they were in that's literally the only at this point the only thing i use it for is like i know him what else has he done yeah and then just start looking around like oh he was in this and this and this and then you're like oh why is the movie from 2009 next to the movie that came out last year yeah all right i'm done with this website yep because you then you realize that they're not actually in order um first of all like in terms of like the, the like size of their role it, there's no correlation to like, oh, these are the movies that they start in, or these are the movies that were most recent. Like, there's seemingly no. It's just the most arbitrary list of credits that they can provide for an actor. Oh, it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> yeah. So like, it just I don't know. It, it, it's it's incredible to me. Like, some of some of the like times you go on an actor's page, and I'm like, um, why is that one of the first like credits for? Sylvester Stallone. I didn't even. I've never heard of that movie in my entire life. Are you like, talking about his porno that he was in? I was, gonna, well, I, was, I was trying to reference a little softcore. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's that's anytime, where Sly started. Anytime I mean. you get to see Sly Snake, all right, even if it's you know just the outline because it's softcore. Of course, you know it's, we're a softcore podcast. Yeah, we we prefer softcore. Hardcore is too aggressive. Too much penetration. Yeah, I don't. I don't need. I don't need my porn to to be that aggressive. I don't think that's no, all I, I take, do not. but I don't. I'm not. I'm not here for it, and I don't think. I don't think that it's it's an appropriate topic for for a show like ours. Hardcore, softcore, yeah. Softcore. We can talk about softcore all day. Yeah, soft softcore is absolutely something that uh, that we can we can discuss at length. So, um, if you guys ever want to want to discuss it with us, feel free to email us by emailing jabronisports at gmail dot com. Um, anyways. So, did you see what was going on in the uh, the Brewers Cardinals game tonight? Not I to saw it. It was seventeen to three or something. It is. First of all, let me give you this week in Brewers fandom. So, I think a week ago today, or maybe it was Wednesday last week, the Brewers beat the Tigers nineteen to one or nineteen zero, something crazy. On Sunday, the Brewers got no hit by Alec Mills, the Cubs' number four starter. The Brewers, did they almost get no hit last time when they faced you? Um, the Brewers, well, also, I don't I don't remember that, 
but they were getting no hit through eight against uh, Kenta Maeda already in Minnesota. Yeah. I thought I thought you Darvish had like a three hitter or something. Yeah, I would say it might have been something like, or he had like a no hitter through like five or six. Yeah, something like but, that. But in this Brewers season, that's barely notice- notable. Sorry. Um, but so and then that happened, and then now today they had seventeen runs in the fifth inning. Um, so that was interesting. In How, one inning? Well, no, they. By the fifth inning. Oh, though. okay. Because it was like they had like six in the fourth and seven in the fifth or something crazy. But that's not even the part of that game that I wanted to discuss. We uh, we had a little bit of spice, a little bit of spice in that Ooh. one. Uh, so when the score was like 12 to 2, uh, bases were loaded, 2-2 pitch. Ryan Braun follows a pitch off, and he catches Yadier Molina's glove hand. Um, so that's catcher's interference. Uh, Braun gets awarded first base, forces in a run, and Yachty was like, you know, shaken up. You got, you know, when somebody swings a bat and it hits your glove hand, it's probably going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Yachty or Molina was, you know, kind of walking around, shaking it off, and it appeared somebody from the Brewers' dugout said something. I don't know what was said. I'm sure we'll find out after the game, hopefully. Um, but Yachty did not like it, and he, uh, he went over there and, let them know that he did not like it, and everybody cleared, you know, your usual dugouts, bullpens came trotting in, everybody chirping at each other, um, barking, all that fun stuff. Nothing crazy. However, after tonight's game, the Brewers and the Cardinals still play each other seven more times this month. Mm, will, will they, though? <laughs> things, things are going to happen. I thought the Cardinals weren't playing all their games. Well, they have seven scheduled, though. They have a doubleheader tomorrow and then a five-game series at the end of the season Yikes. where they're doing because they're this was a five-game series that was doubleheader, single game tonight, doubleheader tomorrow. So it's a five-game series played in three days. And even, even the doubleheader yesterday was weird because the Brewers, they split, and they were both, quote-unquote, extra-inning games, uh, but one of them was eight innings and the other was nine innings. So they played two extra Boy, inning games howdy. that went nine innings or less, um, which I think is probably a first in MLB history to have had both 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 parts of a doubleheader be quote unquote extra innings, but neither game went more than nine innings. Um, probably, yeah. Another fun, weird uh, COVID related stat. So yeah, Brewers and Cardinals uh, getting a little chippy, a little chirpy, starting to feel like September baseball. Tempers are flaring. Teams are going to see a lot of each other and get sick of each other. And uh, we saw a little bit of that in uh, San Diego as well yesterday, actually. Oh, there was? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trent Grisham, after popping a home run off of uh, Clayton Kershaw to tie it up, walked, uh, you know, had a pretty pretty leisurely home run trot and then, like, jumped and, like, stopped on home plate. And the Dodgers did not care for that. Yeah, fuck the Dodgers. Yep. The Dodgers were not fans of that. And, uh,. They, they felt disrespected. And uh, Oral Hershiser, to his credit, on the, the Dodgers broadcast said that uh, they should because, the as he put it, the Padres are playing for respect and the Dodgers are playing for reputation. And I thought that was a really, really good way of wording it. And um, all of a sudden, that division is a one-and-a-half game lead. Damn. They are playing tonight, and last I saw it was 2-1 to one Dodgers. But, yeah, San Diego has ripped off eight straight wins after uh, we talked about them on the podcast last week. So, red hot. And uh, they've uh, closed closed the margin in the NL West, which was basically considered a foregone conclusion the whole year, I think. Like, everybody assumed, like, oh, Dodgers win that division. Okay. Um, maybe not. 3-1 so, right now, Dodgers. 3-1. to one. So, keep an eye on that one as uh, as, as we're rolling here. But uh, some some fun fun divisional battles, and I think this is kind of where having all of the divisional games is going to make it really fun because these are kind of your rival teams, anyways. These are these are the teams that you're usually bumping up against, but now you're playing exclusively them. So big facts. It uh, it definitely is going to make for some compelling baseball here. I've I've just appreciated that the White Sox have overtaken first place, and now all of a sudden they're the team to beat. They're like they're the like half front runner in the AL, man. Aren't they a half a game away from the league lead from as like far as record? The, the one seed, yeah. Like yeah, um, and it feels kind of notable actually to me, even like more so than other years because 
when you get the one seed, like you're probably going to be playing a team that was under 500. Exactly. Like in the first round. Whereas if you're the four or the five, it's basically just a three best of three version of what you were doing anyways with, with the wild card game. Yep. Like you're playing against another like legit top tier team. Neither league really has eight good teams. True. So true. if you can if you can get your way into that one seed, like same same thing for San Diego. If they can overtake LA and for your eight seed you end up playing the Marlins or something like that, like it, it matters. Like I don't I, Marlins are good. What are you talking about? Mar- Marlins are kinda sneaky good. Um, I'm scared of the Braves too. Yeah, Braves 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 are a legitimate contender. They're just it's a wide open race in baseball and the fact that there's going to be 16 Let's teams. Let's go over the Cubs, we, or the Cubs. The teams we don't want to win. I'd say mine first, Cubs. <laughs> Cubs, Cubs, Dodgers. Uh, Yankees. Yankees. Red Sox. Yep, I don't think we got to worry about the Red Sox this year, thankfully. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, everyone cool. on the Red Sox sucks this year. Yeah, the Red Sox are... They got just, the one young guy who's good. I can't remember his name. But Shortstop. That sounds right. Um, Astros. Can't yeah, forget yeah. about the Astros. Fuck the Astros. Yeah, fuck um, the Astros forever. Um, is there anyone else? Cardinals. Always fuck the Cardinals. Um, I don't really... There's not a lot of other, like, hate teams for me. Like, yeah, I don't... I mean... Yeah. I don't I don't love the, the Giants. But I, don't, I, don't yeah, really I don't like care. the Giants. They're on the verge of hate. Yeah. I don't have enough energy to hate them. Phillies, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't hate again. Not, don't not, have not, root, not rooting for him, but yeah. yeah, like I don't. Yeah, so I. They're, but the, the hate, the hate list is strong. A lot of those teams are going to be there in the playoffs. So it really, it really feels like Dodgers Padres is, is the best story the NL can tell at this point. But you never know. Playoffs are, are, are made for wackiness, and uh, like I said, in a weird and smaller sample size. White season. Sox Padres World Series. Let's go. I'm so here for that. Me I too. Oh my god! I hope the Cubs lose in the first round. <laughs> I'd, I'd be pleased. Yeah, Brewers. Brewers just finished up uh, an eighteen to three victory over the the Cardinals. Are they in the the mix? Uh, Brewers are a game behind St. Louis after that game. So that's yes. not fair. What do you mean? St. Louis has only played like half the games. Oh well, yeah. I mean, they're pretty caught up. Are they? Yeah, they're they're pretty caught up. They are. How many games have they played here? Forty two. Compared to well, 50 for the Reds, Brewers have played 46. All right, all right. That's not so, bad. They're in there. Like, they still have a lot of work to do to, to get even. Reds must have not had any games canceled. Good good for them. Must be nice playing just regular games, not doubleheaders constantly. And yeah, because even, Mar- even the Marlins have played 46. Wow. So Cardinals are four games behind them, and they were like the, the poster child for, for missing time in the beginning of the year. So, yeah, playoffs should be fun. I'm I'm more excited this year for baseball playoffs than I've been since Reggie Jackson. Yeah, and they're doing a bubble, and I think that's going to be lit. They're going to do a bubble. Yeah, they're going to do a playoff bubble. Oh shit! So I, I think it's going to be going to be a lot of fighting. Uh huh. I was like, guys, a lot of tossing around hard R's. Guys, guys get real sick of each other in baseball. So I think we're going to, and they're just a more red ass bunch. Yeah. In general, so I hope yeah, there's brawls. Staying in the same hotels as teams and stuff like that, like. Yeah, barroom brawls are in play. Pretty exciting. Um, anything, anything else from baseball? I was, I was gonna throw, no. throw out the football here. I was gonna say let's cover let's cover basketball, and then we'll we'll finish up on football because I mean that's football will probably go longer. That's week one ish. Yeah, I was gonna say week week one usually a lot to, to kind of sift through and digest. All right, so we got Boston and Miami, which. Just played their game one this evening. Uh, One OT in Miami. One really good game. I didn't watch it because uh, I had to work because yeah. I have a job. So I'll, I'll give you the, the the thirty second version for any of our listeners who Tyler Hero was on fire. According uh, to Twitter, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy was great closing again, and Bam Adebayo had probably one of the sickest blocks I've ever seen on Jason Tatum in the and like to close it out. Jason Tatum sucks. <laughs> like Jason Tatum. Is going for an absolute hammer, like throws as much as he can behind it, just cocks back and just tries to like tear the rim off, and Bam just met him at the summit and denied it. Like his wrist got bent back a little bit, but he was still strong enough to just say no. And it was a huge moment. He went on to split a pair of free throws, and Tatum missed a three at the buzzer that would have sent in a double overtime. Um, 
but yeah, really entertaining game one. Um, I, I think I think that's just kind of going to be what the games are in that series. Those feel like two incredibly evenly matched teams. For sure. Um, I don't. So by evenly matched, you mean no match for the West? Yeah, precisely. Okay. Like I think we're gonna get really good games in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think that that team is probably gonna be made fairly short work of whoever comes out of the West. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know. Miami's Miami surprised me basically every step of the way so far. So yeah, but once LeBron whips his dick out, yeah, I mean LeBron can guard Jimmy. And also, who's going to be on AD if that if that were the case? Bam. Yeah, I guess Bam. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Bam's actually a good matchup for as far as like yeah. what you can have to guard AD. Like that's that that won't be where they get annihilated. But <sighs> Alex Caruso's going to destroy get, Drogic. Get, get to a whooping and a whopping. <laughs> but I shouldn't count my eggs before they hatch because I I do think I do think although it's a six point game currently in the four in the third, I do think that Denver. Is gonna lose to the Clippers. Yeah, we're Even watching. Denver's up six. Watching right now. Denver's been playing really, really well in this third quarter. Actually, um, some pretty high level shot making. It's looked like kind of like uh, the Utah series version of Jamal Murray tonight. A lot more so than the other games in this series. I would agree. Um, and nobody. I mean, Clippers haven't really gotten it going. Like we're sitting oh, here. Kawhi. We're sitting here with less than a minute to go in the third, and they're sitting on seventy-two points. Um, so we're on a sub one hundred point pace. Um, That's right. For for a team with such an explosive offense, you'd think that there's probably a stretch in the fourth quarter coming. But I would um, think so. Jokic with a twelve point nineteen rebound, ten assist, triple double already uh, through three. So pretty pretty solid game by him. Got to get those points up. <laughs> cementing himself as uh, one of the elite big men this postseason, I think. Doc Rivers today said that he thinks that Nikola Jokic is, at worst, the second best passing big man of all time. Who's number one? Uh, I think number one was Arvidas Sabonis, is what he was implying. Okay. That's what most people thought, is he was, yeah, referencing Arvidas, because he was kind of a savant. Of I a, thought he was going to say Shaq. <laughs> Did Shaq ever pass? No. Shaq what? only passed if it was to get it a repost. What about Joe? Uh, I mean, Joe's a good passer. Joe's a pretty good passer. Like, greatest of all time. I don't. He's not on the level. He's not on Jokic's level. I, I agree. Like, because the thing is, and the reason that the reason that Doc said that it's the case is that most great passing bigs have typically done so from a post up position, and they do it out of the high post or the low post, and they find cutters. Jokic does it the way a point guard does. Yeah. Like Jokic can find you at any level. He can do the post up passing stuff, sure, but he's just as likely to do a one hand touch pass to the corner and find a guy where the defender was sleeping off him because he was over half a rotation too late. You know, he can punish you in ways that most bigs just don't have the vision to do. Yeah. And I would argue that even a player like Giannis generally lacks the the playmaking to to make some of the passes that Jokic does. Like he just has Giannis thinks too much. What's that? I think Giannis thinks too much sometimes. Yep. I was say that's what I was going to say. Literally, what I was going to say is I think Jokic just has a more advanced feel for the game. Yeah, I think that for Jokic, this stuff, Giannis is great and he's a fast learner and he's a hard worker, but I don't. But he's not a natural basketball player because he didn't start playing till fairly late. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that can be taught. I think so. Just to get the, that, like, that I think it's feel. rhythm. I mean, what's Giannis, 26? 25, 26, 20, yeah. Yeah, like, I think it'll come. Get another couple of years playing bad. Well, I mean, he also, what, who you pass into that you have any faith in. Oh, that's a great point. We had to stop talking, Bucks. Yeah, it's painful. It's getting the Bulls levels of talk. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll do one more, one more Bucks piece. Uh, the three-hour lunch with oh. uh, Giannis and Mark Lat. Oh, my God. I, I've never had... A superstar where like everything they do is a national sports story, and man, it's already really annoying. Oh like, man, it's gonna yeah, get you're, you're as big on LeBron as I was. No, like, exa- exactly. Like oh, I, I'm man, not super I'm not, annoying. I'm not quite the stand of, of anybody. Like so, like I'm really it's it's really hitting home for me now that like holy shit, 
anything Giannis does is going to be under such a crazy microscope. Giannis went to get wings. Like, <laughs> like okay. if Giannis gets subbed out of a game next year and like punches a chair, it's going to be like, look at this discontent. He, like, there's going to be so He's for sure. Yeah, you know, there's going to just be so much dumb, bad media coverage around it, and I'm already exhausted by it, and it hasn't even really started yet. So, that's going to be a not super fun next. I don't know. Well, I, have, hell, I, have no, I have no idea when the next season ends, actually. So I was going to say, like, 16 months, because that's usually what it is from the end of one season to, like, the end. But, like, I don't know. I, I think we're at the earliest start date for next regular season is Christmas now. That's what yeah. Silver said recently. Is that, yeah, that's, I would that's, agree. that's the earliest he could see them starting. Um, the draft's been pushed back to November. Like, so... Again, like I, I was talking to someone today, actually, and they said it's kind of funny uh, when it comes to anything COVID-related that the longest people's imaginations seems to be is like four months. Yeah. At any given time, we can always imagine four months out. Like right now, if, if you were like January next year, you're like, oh yeah, things will things will be probably 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 better. I don't, probably like, not. I don't know if they will or not, but like mentally, like since the beginning, it's always been like. These like your your brain can only kind of handle like a three or four month window of, of this again. Like you just we keep doing it and we keep kind of we we just have that carrot we're dangling mentally and we just keep moving it a little further down the line as we go. And uh, I mean it's got to happen eventually. I I, I really I'm hope just so. happy I got the word today. No no opening on or on Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. First time I won't work a Thanksgiving and I don't know how long. That's a really human move, and I, uh, I, I, I applaud your company for doing so. No, it was the mall. Oh, it was the mall? Yeah. The mall's not going to open? No. Nope. Good on them. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, whoever, whoever it takes to make the correct decision there. I don't understand how Black Friday ended up creeping into Thanksgiving at 3 in the afternoon. Black Friday sucks anyway. Like, it's so overrated. If anyone's out there that really takes Black Friday seriously, like... Black Friday, shit. You're so late. Like if you're do- if you're Black Fridaying hard now, like you're ten years too late. Even yeah, because the deals aren't that great. No, it's just hype. It's just hype, and it gets people. It gets people shopping. It greases the wheels of the economy. But like, you're not really getting like your odds of getting like the like stupid deal that feels too good to be true, or like playing the lottery yeah more or less like if you're not there like a day in advance you're not going to be one of the two people who gets the you know 100 inch tv you for 200 dollars. like you have a better chance of just following a random twitter account like just entering giveaways not even giveaways just like the twitter accounts that are like hey this one i'll sell it's a pretty good deal oh yeah or, <laughs> or like the price error websites where yeah. it's like hey I don't know if they'll actually honor these or not, but you can give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes that's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I do enjoy, <laughs> like, Wario64 on Twitter. He's really, really good in terms of, like, uh, video game oh, yeah. pricing errors and just... I just don't buy enough video games. I wish he did other shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's he's just a good... Uh, so if you if you play video games and uh, have a Twitter account, I, I give Wario64 a very high mark for my uh, personal I recommendations. I deals. He's okay. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I mean, you know, sometimes some some are just doing the deals for the clout. There's, there's people out there just doing it for the clout. I want to do it for the culture. You got it just giving deals the, for the culture? So speaking of culture, Cardi B filed for divorce today. I know you're going to be devastated. Did she? Yeah. It was a pretty big scuttlebutt at work. People were upset. So she's not going to put that pussy on offset anymore? I, I guess not. Wow. I know. People I, were pretty upset. I wanted to start playing WAP on the sales floor. <laughs> In honor, but it didn't, didn't really happen. I really thought they were going to make it, just because I thought they could both accept each other's weird lifestyle. <sighs> yeah, I know. If they if they can't, man, it's, it's tough. I don't I don't know. I don't know what hope. Can any of us find love? Yeah, I don't say I don't know if there's hope for the rest of us now because because Cardi B and Offset didn't make it, but I know, right? Condolences to their marriage, I guess. Um, rest R.I.P. in peace. So, I mean. The thirst traps that Cardi's about to be posting, though, are going to be fucking next level. Jesus Christ. That is going to be some elite, elite thirst trapping. Oh, she's about to be back on her bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. But in other news that I guess we have to cover, NFL started. The NFL did start, and it was a pretty standard week one 
Uh, did you like? I didn't notice any difference in the level of play with no preseason. Me either. I just wanted like because I, I kind of like I haven't talked about that with anyone really, and I just popped into my head like I, I it, there's no difference. I mean, there's there's, more, like, there's, there's like injuries, but yeah. there's always injuries. I don't want to hear that it was caused by no preseason. That's if anything, like there'll be a kind of an accelerated injury rate early, but like I feel like that is that's almost like kind of lumping in the normal week one injuries with the preseason injuries. Like you're gonna exactly. get like that. Anything that happens in the first three or four weeks could have happened in the preseason. Yep. You know, like so it's gonna feel like a flood of injuries, but that's just because they're not spread out as much, and it's they're gonna be more devastating ones. But like people are gonna forget how rare teams actually are. Like you're not, you're never. You're like when I because when I, people make a big deal about oh you made the fifty three man like the fifty three man is that's your team for like a week. And then somebody got hurt and yeah. claimed this guy, and this guy's out. You promoted him from your practice. But like the NFL is just rosters are constantly moving. Like there's so many moving parts, and this season's going to be even worse. So I just I don't think that you can really. There's no tangible effect that no preseason had. There was nothing that I saw. There was nothing like that seemed significant about it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, other than. Robbing your season ticket holders, I don't. I don't really see a reason to have it going forward. Well, they're gonna have it because yeah, they they want to sell tickets and blah blah blah, and they got a you know family night and veterans night. Oh yeah, family night. Yeah, the teams do love playing against themselves, oh. and then and then selling seventy thousand seats for people to come watch it. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like there's much of a point, but preseason is basically just a grift. Yeah. It's essentially high-level grifting. Um, but, yeah, so uh, moving on from preseason sucks, and we didn't need it. See, we were right all along. Uh, there were some good games to be had this past Sunday. Um, well, uh, you know, for some local flavor, Aaron Rodgers did not seem too perturbed by the lack of receiving options given him this offseason. They off finally season. lit a fire under him by drafting a quarterback. <laughs> Is that That's the narrative now? Oh, yeah. Oh man, okay. I didn't. I, I, uh, you're not part of Packers country. Yeah, I'm saying I was not familiar with that one. Yeah, they lit a fire under his ass. So actually, what they did was good. Yes, that was the correct thing to do. Yeah, if they would have drafted a uh, wide receiver, Rodgers would be cocky, and he wouldn't be good this year. <laughs> he out there just sidearming it. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't throw it over his shoulder. Yeah. Like, wow, I got two legitimate wide receivers. <laughs> I'm too good to be stopped. I don't even need to try. <laughs> All right, so thank God they let that fire. That's good. That's incredible stuff. By the way, um, just quick sidebar: uh, Clippers forgot how to score. Yeah, Nuggets are beating the living hell out of them now. What is it? A fifteen-point game? Yeah, there's like um, eight and, the and, a half and the Clippers have missed so many layups, dude. Just they, watch. They've they scored so, two points this quarter so far. They've missed so many layups. This is Didn't absolutely they end the last incredible. quarter was seventy-two, and now they're at seventy-four. I think it was like yeah, because one like it was like seventy four, seventy two, or so it was like it was a game seventy eight, seventy two. I believe okay. is what it ended. I yeah. could be wrong, but that's what I remember. That feels right. This is yeah, this is bizarre watching the Clippers just absolutely implode right now. They're gonna still win. I you know I don't I I hope so just because I think it'll be a far more competitive Western Conference Finals. But I mean Nuggets would be kind of yeah it's. They actually have not scored yet this quarter. They ended the last quarter with 74. So they are scoreless the first three-plus minutes of uh, quarter number four here. And now, now find themselves down 15 with 847 potentially to go in their season. So uh, what a what a stunner this would be. I want to root against him because I hate Kawhi, but I love Paul George, and I love um, Lou Will, and I love Montrez. It's a lot. It's a lot of boys. Also, I hate Pat Bev. <laughs> yeah, it's a very conflicting team for you. And I hate the Morai, whatever one they have. For the uh, hate Kawhi Leonard camp, uh, good night for those people. Yeah? 14 points on 6 of 19. What a bust. Five rebounds, five assists. I say that, and he'll probably make all the rest of the points in the game, and they'll win. He has played 36 minutes, so if he is going to play the rest of the way, he's going to go for 44 minutes tonight. You better. Uh, I mean, better. game seven, baby. That's yep. what you do. Yep, nothing easy. Game seven. So, um, aside from the Packers game and and you Rogers, covered, Well, I mean, we're we're not going to keep it local. We'll just cover what you. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to look pretty good. There. I, I was going to pop out of there. Yeah, um, yeah. I got 
got the 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 the, mm, the treat of uh, watching a Bengals game start to finish on network television on Sunday, and uh, it delivered. It was it was really it was the full Bengals fan experience over sixty minutes of football. Yeah. Um, there were flashes. There were there were some reasons for optimism. There was some excitement. Um, at, at, at certain points, it looked it looked like a victory was 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 well in hand. Um, and then they collapsed in the fourth quarter. They were the victim of an, an unfortunate offensive pass interference call on what would have been a game winning touchdown. And then their kicker missed a thirty eight yard field goal that would have sent it to overtime and blew out his leg in the process. So that being said, and they got Cody Parkey. No, he signed with uh, Cleveland. Okay. He's the answer to their kicking woes. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, but taking my Bengals fan goggles off, actually, Joe Burrow looked really competent. He did. And um, he was moving for, around. Yep, for a rookie quarterback making his first start against a good defense. Yeah. San Diego, or sorry, L.A. Chargers. Um, very good defensive team. Yeah. Um, Nick, or uh, not Nick, the other Bosa. Uh, Joey Bosa. Joey! And Derwin James and Melvin Ingram. And they were, oh my God, they were getting through the Bengals' offensive line every play. Like, the Bengals' the Bengals offensive line is porous. It's not worse than the Giants. It, it's, not real, it's, it's real close, man. Uh, no. I watched both games. Like, the Giants, every single, wait, the Giants are playing the Steelers. Granted, the Steelers have a pretty good Steelers defense. They have a really good defense, too, yeah. But Saquon Barkley, arguably a top five running back in the league. Not arguably, definitely a top five running back in the league. Had, like, six <laughs> rushing yards. Yeah, I say had single-digit yards. Yeah, I mean, it was. They were in the backfield every, every time he touched the ball. They were like, hey, what's up, dude? I know, but at least they could pass pro a little bit. Like the Bengals couldn't really do either. Like they didn't matter. Joe, Joe was on the run. So Mixon, Mixon was average. Mixon only averaged like three point eight a carry, and Burrow was scrambling for his life every play. Like they have maybe one and a half offensive linemen right now. And I mean, honestly, Bengals and the Giants are in pretty similar spots. They have a lot of veteran retreads on their lines. Um, they each have a first year, first round pick, left tackle. Um, you're gonna have growing pains when when that's your lineup and that's you know the, the the rock of your offensive line has no NFL experience. It's you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take some lumps. Yeah. Um. You, you hope that you know you can grow and get better and maybe use some draft capital to improve that in the future. But man, without good interior line play, it sure does make winning tough in the NFL. You, you really you're, if you can't yeah. do the basics when you have to. It's so hard to do anything else. What was your biggest shocker from Sunday? Um, because I have a huge one. I think. I think for me it was Jacksonville winning. Yep, that was mine. Yep, I was gonna say like I don't necessarily think that the Colts are great, and I think Philip Rivers is washed. I think the Colts are shit. But I really did not expect them to lose to Jacksonville. I think Phil is all done. I. It looked, I mean, he was all done last year, though, wasn't he? Yeah, nothing's changed. That's my whole thing. It's like, he looked like the same guy he was last year, but that guy was not good enough. Like, so where are you? And now he's doing it with a lesser skill group. Like, T.Y. Hilton's probably a step below Keenan Allen, and then Mike Williams is miles better than anything that the Colts have as Zach a number Pascal? two. And Paris Campbell? I guess, like if that's what you want to, I, it just it feels like he's doing it. With, and he has a tight end, which I don't. Who's their tight end? And in, in Jack Doyle. Do Jack Doyle. Who is Jack Doyle? Who's probably already hurt right now. And and Marlon Mack is already hurt, done for the year with an Achilles tear. So sweet IR hold I got for fantasy. <laughs> I mean, it's already already a, a, a depleted indie group now, and. Uh, yeah, I, I got, just getting and their defense was supposed to be really good though, and they got carved up by Gardner Minshew. It was that was that game. I kept waiting, I kept waiting for like I the think, strip sack I think or a pick. I think legitimately, Philip Rivers is done, but I don't know how it ends. Like they paid him to play, like they can't. They're not just gonna sit him, right? They're gonna like force him to keep playing, right? <laughs> but like, what if you're zero and six, and he's on a one year deal? Like you release him. 
Do you just eat it and let him try to go somewhere else and make? I don't know. It. I think the Philip Rivers situation. Having watched as much football as we have, we I don't we, think he's gonna go. I we, don't think any team. If no, he's zero six, who's gonna pick him up? Not to start for you, hell no. Like maybe maybe a playoff team would want to get him as like a backup vet type guy at that point, but like that'd be about it. I don't I don't see what his market would be for. I never a, understood what Jacoby Brissett did wrong <laughs> last year. Jacoby he's, did nothing wrong. Brissett's got hurt. Yeah, I mean that's big. Phil, you know Phil's gonna be out there concussed or not. Yeah, I, <laughs> he's gonna be throwing those little BBs. Maybe he's better little, little pellet passes. Pew, pew. Just gotta, just I think gotta, he says that when he throws them. Pew, pew. Oh, um, my number two shock of the week though had to be um, Washington coming back from seventeen down against Philly and ripping off twenty seven unanswered to close out that game. It doesn't surprise me. Philly sucks. <laughs> Philly, Philly trash. Um, also surprised, my one, I would say my number two was the Bears coming back. Mitch Trubisky leading a fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, that, <laughs> just saying that sentence sounds weird. Yeah, I know. It was, but he did though. Like, he did. It's one of those things that if I hadn't watched it, I surely wouldn't believe it. Um, but I saw it. Like, had I mean, played well in the fourth quarter. I don't. Yeah, I'm baffled. I don't know what's <laughs> happening in Sprouts. So I mean, of course, after that, Allen Robinson. Reportedly, for a while, demanded a trade today after 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 the like inspiring week one comeback victory. The Bears immediately have some bad PR because their top wideouts like I don't care, get me out of here. I don't want to play for this team. Like I can't blame them. Yep. I mean, could you imagine? Like Allen Robinson probably looks around the league and he's like, man, the two quarterbacks that I've been attached to ninety plus percent of my career are Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. Whoa, like, whoa. what could I? One of those things what, is not like the what, other big guys. What guy. could Come I on. do? You shouldn't. You're shitting on a superstar. Blake Bortles. Yeah, he's not even in the he, league. Yes. What do you mean? He's Jared Goff's backup. Is he still? Uh, last I heard, I say I knew he was last year. I, I I thought Blake was still still searching for employment uh, for the 2020 season. If, oh if man, I if Blake Bortles is out of the league, he better go dominate Canada. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. We need to bring back the XFL. Just thought Blake Bortles. working on it. All right. No, you're right. He's still on the Rams, big guy. Quit hating. Okay. All right. All right. Didn't know. Did not know. I mean, I, I haven't been keeping tabs on, on, on the board like I used to as, as a former former Bortles fantasy owner. It's, uh, you know, it was, it was a hard ride. It was tough. He rode hard, and uh, he hung it up wet. So... We're just one golf, one golf injury away from getting some Bortles time, is what you're telling me. I mean, he's the better quarterback on that team. <laughs> better than that slouch, that slouch Jared Goff. Yeah, I almost said Jason Goff. That's not nice. I know. I, I get I get my Goffs mixed up. You should. One of them's good. That's true. That is very true. Um, and it's not Jared. Whoops. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we had some kind of interesting results peppered throughout. Um, Cardinals. Cardinals beating the Niners, not like super shocking, but still fairly surprising. Um, I think the Cardinals are, are picking up a lot of momentum as kind of a sexy wild card pick for people now. Um, the Browns are exactly the same as last year. I don't understand. I heard all off season, you all, all season, summer to figure yeah, it out. People told me how this the Browns learned from last year and they were humbled. And they got back to basics, and they were gonna they were gonna lean on the run game more, and they were gonna you know play more of a ball like none of the shit that I heard. It looked like the exact same broken offense from last year. <laughs> Their defense put up no resistance. Granted, the Ravens are really good. The Ravens are going to do this to more teams than just Cleveland this year, surely. But if you're a team with any sort of postseason aspiration. That can't be how you show up week one. You cannot. You, can't. you cannot come out week one and just get blown off the field by a team that looked like they shouldn't even be in the same league as you. Like it, the mismatch was just—it was so colossal, and it was such a complete failure for Cleveland that honestly, like, I think if that team loses like two more games, it's over. Like it's mutiny. Who's their head coach? I don't even know. Oh, it's Kevin Stefanski. He was the Vikings offensive coordinator last year. Mm, okay. 
So that's why it was supposed to be the big, big focus on the, the run game. The big change. Yep, they're going to lean on lean on the one-two punch of Chubb and Hunt, and oh, that's all well and good until you're down by 20 points in the first half, and then you We've still all gotta, been there. you still got to throw the ball. Um, and they they just didn't have it. I don't I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what's happened. That's made Baker Mayfield seemingly forget how to play after having a encouraging rookie season. Um, but yeah, I think the Browns are cursed. You know, at a certain point, it it really feels that way. Honest to God, like no matter what they do, even if the Browns make moves that are like consensus agreed upon as intelligent, good football decisions, like this made their team better, they still go four and twelve the next year. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, the Browns and sucking have such a gravitational attraction to each other that I don't think you can separate one without the other dying. So if the Browns were to ever become good, they would have to leave Cleveland and see the Ravens. Yeah, you're um, not wrong. That's the only way for it to happen. You, If you are called the Cleveland Browns, you are connected to sucking. It's, I don't the, make the rules. I guess. You know, I'm Wait, just, how did the Ravens get out of it? Because they aren't the Cleveland Browns anymore. But they have their history, don't they? Uh, no. Oh, no, Browns got it back. So They fought for their history? They, I don't know. I don't think anyone really wanted it. Oh, my God. Paul George just hit a three-pointer from the corner <sighs> off the side of the backboard. We are Down 15. With 4.09 to go. We are going to need a Tracy McGrady comeback if we're going to make this one happen, boys and girls. Oh, I thought Steve Ballmer was asleep. Oh, man. Steve Ballmer is dying inside right now. Oh, he's got to be the most miserable man in America. Look at him losing to this tubelard. Look at look at look at this slob Jokic. <laughs> For the record, I love Nikola Jokic. Oh yeah, we big fans. <laughs> but I just the, I just love the commentary the last off season. Yeah, the narrative from last when off he's, season. He's yep. so fat. He <laughs> will not be able to play basketball. How is he going to keep up with these athletes? Yep, that was that was all we heard. We're like. He's going to play the same way he did last year. What do you mean? He never runs no. except, except to get from offense to defense. Nothing he does is, like, athletic. He doesn't beat you with, like, his speed. or He's his, not crossing you up. Oh, like, I was, I, oh, my God. Like, did he show up a Husky fellow? Like, yeah. But guess what? When you play in the NBA, you're probably guess not going to. Guess what? He got gonna, Roney and lost all the yeah, way. You're probably not going to be that, that rotund for, for very long if you're yeah. playing 40 minutes a night. Like, you're gonna you're gonna lose weight just playing basketball. It's kind of good for that, like, yeah. So, but uh, that that fat son of a bitch is uh, poised to get a real big boy scalp. That's uh, if they if they can hold on here and take down the Clippers, man. That's a nice a nice trophy for your for your mantle. I don't think you should use the term scalp, though, big guy. I think no, I I think I got it right. I know, but I think it's offensive. No, you just you just tear, tear their scalp off their head. I know, but isn't that like a reference to how he killed a lot of Native Americans? No, that's how Native Americans would kill each other. Okay, scalping it was a Native American. Is it still? Thing. Is it okay to use it? Yeah, I, don't, I mean right. it's for sure. You know, it's oh, almost made that shot. Claiming claiming a scalp is still a still right. a pretty pretty accepted. Just uh, want, I just want to make sure we're a PC podcast because remember, I mean. Our original Twitter handle what handle was Jabroni Sports PC. <laughs> yes, PC stands for podcast. In case you couldn't figure it out by us being a podcast and all, oh. sometimes it's open to interpretation. Still, I don't think we're a podcast. <laughs> what is a podcast, man? It's whatever you want it to be, bro. Like. <sighs> Ah, good times. Maybe I'll say, maybe maybe we should get the PC back in there. Hey, but we do have one thing we do need to talk about is roller games. If you if you have a DVR, oh. scroll through and find roller games on Fox Sports 1 and record it. Just record an episode. Just one episode, and I, I promise it'll deliver. The theme song is fantastic. The, the, the stories... It's it's all fake, but all the stories are fantastic. It's just yeah, it's a good time for all. It's a, this isn't going to make it sound as appealing as it is, but it's roller derby meets professional wrestling. Yeah, and it's it's like roller derby meets professional wrestling if everyone was high off their ass on cocaine. Oh, there's the the whole everything is fueled by cocaine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the entire operation is funded by coke money i think it's a 
No, they uh, spent so much money. No, I, th- I think it's a money laundering front. For it co- could be for cocaine money. Uh, the guy who sings the theme song. At Roll the, end- the games. <laughs> Roll the games. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's an experience, and yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to delve too too deeply into the, the minutia of the storylines, but it is incredible. Um, just watch it at face value, and just absorb how many insane things happen as you watch an episode. Roll the games! Roll <laughs> the games! Like, there's at least a dozen times in an episode where you're not totally sure what happens, and there may or may not be a satisfactory explanation ever given to you. No, and you just, most of the time there's not. You just gotta kind of live with it, man. And then, But the, the great part is, you get to kind of fill in the blanks yourself and I think that's sort of the beauty of roller games is that as a product that was recorded 30 years ago and most of the people involved in it are probably deceased from cocaine overdoses from cocaine there's that one weird guy who sells us mortgages who does their commercial breaks yeah. and you know we, we, we asked ourselves when we were watching episodes questions like is that alligator real or not um, that was a thing that got said out loud. Don't know. While we were watching roller games. Yeah, you thought it was just a roller derby, I bet. Mm-mm. No, there was a, may, may or may not have been live alligator. You better watch and tell me. I don't oh know. God, this is over. Uh, nuggets are, yeah, Nuggets are moving on to the, the Western Conference Finals here. That, I'm gonna, that shot right there was the, the Jamal Murray. in the coffin. Yep. Look at Kawhi. Also, if you uh, oh are looking God. for some spots... They're clowning them. Aussie rules football is a thing that happens, but as much as I've watched it, I don't understand any of the rules. Yeah, if you can explain Aussie rules football... We'll have you on the show. Yeah. Seriously. If anyone can provide a cogent explanation of Aussie rules football that's not just reading the Wikipedia page for Australian football... Because there's times where points come for three, six, seven... And there's like there's like the three goalposts, and I don't know what it means... When you get between certain ones, I swear I've watched the same play happen twice, and it's been scored differently. Sometimes the ball goes out of bounds, and the referee just chucks it back into play. Hey, get in there! He just throws it behind himself. He just throws it as far as he can, and I don't know what that why why that's is that a jump ball type situation? I'm not really sure. No, the ref just doesn't want to see it on the outside. Again, get that out of here. Kind of. I, I guess what I'm sort of learning here is that. I'm a really big fan of kind of not knowing what's going on in a sporting event. I don't. I am not a fan. <laughs> like, between roller games and Aussie Aussie rules football. Roller games, they explain the rules pretty well at the beginning. That's true. I mean, they, they man, if anything, they overhammer the six-point line. They really lay Nobody it on Nobody gets to it. No, it's pointless. It shouldn't be there. We watched an entire episode, and no man or woman ever recorded a six-point I saw a few three pointers though. Three pointers, three pointers will happen. That jump but you is know tough. What? We knew the rules. Yeah, we knew when it was six. Aussie rules football. They just start going. They're like, you know what it is. I'm like, I, I don't. And then, I mean, honestly, I gotta say, they have a way better claim to the name football than American football. Um, they use their feet constantly in Aussie rules football. Uh, there's like, Montrez, two pointer, good, smart guys. Two minutes to go, down eighteen. But yeah, like they, you, I think the amount of skill that it requires to be good at Aussie rules football is impressive. No matter well, what, everyone kind of does the same thing. Exactly. So like you have to have. It's not football where there's specialized positions. Yep, and you can just be a big fat guy, or just be a kicker, or, or just like, be fast as fuck. Yep, like you have to have a pretty unique bland, blend of athleticism. Blend of athleticism. Yeah, you have to be a unique blend of kind of like Nikola Jokic. Bland, fat, vanilla <laughs> athleticism. Because he's such a fat piece of shit. Um, sorry. Got, I get it. I got worked up. Just thinking about Nikola Jokic pisses me off sometimes. Because he's a fat piece of he's shit. He's such lazy. such a slob. And he eats so much food that there's nothing left for the other people in Serbia. He's, That's why he had to leave. Yeah. They're like, get out of here. The Roni hit us, but you are fat as fuck. You need to stop being here and go live somewhere where there's a lot of junk food like America. And he was like, okay. Sounds okay. good to me. And that was it. That's the, uh, later. That's the story of Nikola Jokic. And All right. Sorry, a little confusion there. I bumped a button because I could have sworn that the um, 
Cleveland baseball. Yeah, I was say I was about to say literally I was about to say Cleveland baseball. I knew um, your hesitation was because of their name. No, the game just ended, but their feed from my angle, which I'm watching on my second screen, it's not a huge TV. I thought that the abbreviation was STD. Oh, jeez, that would be an unfortunately named network. <laughs> like, come on, you guys got to change it. Ooh, I'm changing the wrong channel on the wrong TV. You're listening, or no, it wouldn't be you're listening, I guess, for a TV station. You're watching STD. STD. Yeah, standard television. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fancy here, boys. No tricks and tips for us. Just the meat and potatoes, thank you very much. Basically. Um, yeah, but, uh, man, I, I can we, like... What? All right. I know we said we were going to finish up football, and like, well, we've kind of devolved. I was into saying, other things, but well, I got, I gotta like, we gotta like, what the fuck, Clippers? The Clippers yeah. just blew a three-one lead to the Nuggets. Kawhi sucks, man. The Clippers just blew a three-one series. So if you're Denver, you got to go down three-one in the in the conference finals, right? That's your move. That's the only. That's the only thing you got. Is that you? You go down three one, and teams just stop playing. I don't. I don't. The Clippers had this series won so many fucking times. It's crazy to me. Literally. Yeah, there was coaches anyone but Doc. You probably fire him, right? Yep. Like there was every every fucking game in the series that they lost, they're up double digits at some point. Every single one. I. I. I am they genuinely. They shook the bed. Yep. And this series kind of shatters a lot of Kawhi mystique for me. This this kind of I had none. Yep, this dents the whole Kawhi. Kawhi is the greatest player. Like fuck, he is. Like he's he's with Paul George and Lou Will and Montrez, and maybe it's not the best supporting cast in the world. But you know what? If you swap Kawhi and LeBron, you ain't beating the Clippers. Like there's no way. I, I, I can't wrap my brain around it. Still, it just happened. It just kind of played out while we were recording, but that's why I want to talk about it because it's it's raw and it's it it it. it I can't. Be- I I can believe it. Paul George. I mean, he only played well when everyone said he sucked ass. He needed. The, yeah, he like needed the external rah rah. Lou, Lou Will, I don't think was ever firing on all cylinders because he came back and he had all that bullshit he had to deal with from the fucking, uh, fucking snitch Jack Harlow. Montrez um, was out of the bubble uh, of the from bubble, his grandmother's like, passing for a lot of it. Yeah, uh, I don't think he played a single seeding game. He, I don't think he did either. I'm, I'm pretty sure he came back in like game two of their series with the Mavericks in the first round, and I guess maybe. We should have taken some of the warning signs of that first round series more seriously. We never do. Um, yeah, I'd say the fact that they did lose a game to the Mavs without Przingis, and it was just Luca against them, and he beat them. Yeah, like, Luca's pretty good. though. Luca's really good, but man, when the second best player on a team is Tim Hardaway Jr., you probably should be taking care of that team pretty easily. And like I said, maybe maybe we we kind of ignored some of the warning signs and believe that the talent would win out because at times the Clippers looked like the best team in basketball. There Perfect. was there was there were stretches this year where you saw it and when it was when it was really firing on all cylinders, they looked unstoppable. And they looked like you know, at minimum a, a team that would be playing in the, the Western Conference finals. Um but fair play to Denver, man. Um I'm gonna. I got. I got to give a lot of credit to, to Mike Malone. He's done a hell of a job. Is he your favorite Malone? Oh man, I mean he's got Carl beat by yeah. a mile. What about Post? Post. Post is where I was. I was a little stuck. That one. I mean, they're both. They're both. They're both pretty good guys. It I seems know. like. But Post Malone is so self-aware. He is. He's extremely. I never thought somebody that young could be so self-aware. Post Malone like gets that he's a meme. Yeah. Which is half the battle, I think, to being a celebrity now. If you can, like, understand and embrace it and just kind of use your celebrity to shape the meme, that's, Fuck the, it. that's the best-case scenario. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Because if you're comfortable with that and you can sort of just be that guy publicly and then not give a fuck and just be who you are privately, I feel like that's the, 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 the fame sweet spot. The best of both worlds. Yep. Post Malone 
has figured out celebrity. So, I mean, it may, may sound like a big proclamation to make. If you'll notice, though, neither one of us said anything about his music or any, like... I think his music's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But, like, not, not a huge fan, but, like, figuring out celebrity is impressive. It is, it is a thing that a lot of people never figure out how to navigate. Yeah, I mean, I know we're going to have trouble. When we make it big? When we make it big, I'm going to be doing coke all the time. <laughs> oh, man. For every episode. No, you're going you're gonna to be hammered drunk. You always, you always threaten getting wasted, but once you once you got I'm that, I'm gonna do it. Once you got that, make problems go away. Money, you're just gonna be blackout drunk constantly. Uh, can you <laughs> just if commit you're blackout drunk? If you have money and you get blackout drunk, does it not? Oh, that's the rest of the season. Um, yeah. Can you just cure your hangover with cash? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, you can just kind of like Magic Johnson cured HIV. Yeah, yeah, you can just buy. Then cures. I may drink a little bit. I don't know. Drink it. Drink it's pretty boring. Drinking is. Just kind of lame. I'm sorry, guys. That you yeah, know, guys and gals. just leads to fights. Yep, and weird situations where you're like, I shouldn't be here right now. Like, you just end up in a lot of like places and times and spots that you shouldn't be. Sleeping with the wrong people. Yeah, there's just a lot. I don't know. As you get older, man, the the, the good times seem like more of a distant memory, and the bad times seem like a more common occurrence. You know, there's just too much baggage with drinking. Yep. Dragons, drinking's like a hot girl that has too much baggage. That's it's, just, it's, they have three kids from three different baby daddies. Like, <laughs> like you get the appeal superficially. And yeah. you know other people have enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> and you yourself probably will have a good time. But is it worth it in the long run? Probably not. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I could say it any better, man. <laughs> I mean, that's what I. That's how I view drinking. Drinking is, is a, a hot girl. hot girl with three three kids. Hot three girl different with baby drinking daddies. is a hot girl with three kids. All right, and three different baby daddies. Three like, di- she can have three kids. They're all from this. That, that's not that much fun. But if they're all from different baby daddies, then you, you know, know, you know, it's messy. You know. Yeah, you, you know, know what you you know what you're signing up for. I yeah. get it. Oh my god, you well, might you might and you know what you might have a good night, but you know what, the next day is going to be trouble. Yeah. You're going to have to live with it. Yep. You are going to have to live with those repercussions. And you might have to get a new liver. Because she might have taken it. <laughs> I was going to say, because she needs to sell it to provide for her three children. I get it. <laughs> it's understandable. I just wish she would have asked. Waking up in the tub full of ice is always a jarring experience. That's why I don't drink it's, anymore. I was say, it's happened to me before. And I, I vowed. Well, that's because you were tub drinking. Well, when you're tub drunk, you don't care. You don't When care. you're tub drunk and, you know, the girl starts pouring a bunch of ice in, you're like, oh, this is her kink. She's into this. This is, I'm sorry, you know, I'm not here to kink shame. Yeah, this must By be hot. Way, I say kink shaming too often at work. And one of my employees thought I was saying kink shaming. Don't king shame? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's no more kings, bro. What? <laughs> Not here. What? I had to explain to him. Oh, man. It was an awkward conversation. So what did they think you meant? King. K-I-N-G. I know, but like, what would king shaming be? They just what? thought I was referring to myself in the third person as a king. And you were saying, <laughs> don't king, like, don't like shame, shame me, me yes. the king? Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow, there. I mean, it's not that far off. I could see myself doing it. That's, that's a really specific, but considering the context that one would usually use kink shame. Yeah, it's, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it still says a lot about them. I've, I've also introduced this week, yuck, yuck and yum. Don't yuck my yum. Yeah, don't yuck my yum. This is not a yuck and yum podcast. It doesn't right? seem. It doesn't seem to be getting over. <laughs> no, people aren't uh, aren't aren't as big a fans of. No, people are really yucking my yum. People are people are yucking your yum. Like, come on, guys, this is funny, and they're like, it's not. Well, if they're listening right now, just they're know not. that you're yucking this guy's yum. Yeah. And that's, start using it. Yeah, that's messed up because you're kink shaming, and maybe even kink shaming. I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm gonna start referring to myself in the third person as a king. King is here. King has arrived. Welcome. You can make like people bend the knee. You know, just start going on wild power no, trips and guy, shit. Come on, that's no. What? What do you mean? What? what? You can't ask people to bend over for you. That's, I think. That's, I think it's you get in trouble if you ask somebody at work to bend over. That's no bend the knee. It's like a, I think it's a Game eh, of Thrones too thing. Close. That's not. It's, is it? Yeah, it's not worth it. All right. Not I mean, considering that you did ask me once um, what a gender-neutral way of saying you guys is, 
I, I think that perhaps you do have some uh, concerns in I your workplace that I do out. not. I'm just, I'm just back to you guys. I, I refuse to say y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm not. I, I live north of the Mason-Dixon. I, I live above it for a reason, so I don't have to say y'all. You also don't have to get you don't have to say yeehaw or uh, call every soda coke. So I mean, there's some good trade offs for I, sure. I do call every soda coke though. <laughs> what kind of coke will it be? If we got Sprite, Pepsi. Like, wait a second, this is insane. Those aren't coke. Those are coke products. <sighs> it's not sting. It's just a picture of sting. Oh man. Um, Most of the time, that's what happens though. It's yeah. It's it's usually just a picture, especially at cardboard cutouts at baseball games now. Oh man, <laughs> is there one a sting? Yeah, I would say. Damn, I I, I would might have submitted one. I might need to look for a reasonably priced cardboard cutout purchase and just give them a picture of sting. <laughs> you think they would do it? No, no. It's probably it's probably like a licensing issue, right? No, I just I think they're all taken up, man. That's true. If you haven't sold out at this point in the year, I don't think you're gonna. Yeah. Like, or you just are like, we're good. I don't think we need any more. Uh, yeah, I think they closed down you. that department. Yeah. Speaking like, of which, I'm gonna give my weekly update. Okay. On what's happening with my bobber set. Ooh! I sent out three emails this week alone. Have any of them been responded to? All of them. Now, first off. Oh. Okay. Should I shouldn't read this on the air? Uh, it sounds like I'm not getting my hat. Are you getting a hat? Um. Uh. Wow, we are finding out given in the real time. Given the unique circumstances of 2020, we had some internal issues fulfilling these orders. We hope that these issues are behind us and our orders have been sent out or refunded. I do also want to. I did get a 25% off. I just got to mention my name. Okay. So they refunded it, and you get 25% off your next order? Yeah, but I mean, why would I want to order? Yeah, that's true. Let me, let me see what the other guy said. See if he did any better. Uh, my order has been refunded. All right. I guess I'll never get that bobber's hat. Not very satisfactory, man. I'm sorry. I tried, man. It's something you'll have, and I'll never get because I ordered it. We ordered it, like, the same day, didn't we? I ordered it, like... Yeah, but I ordered the dad one, and you ordered the on-field. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't think I was going to get mine, to be fair. I thought I thought it was dead in the water. Once once I got the first email that they were on back order, I was like, oh, we're, we're done. Like, there's no way they're <sighs> that's doing... Re- that's really sad, though. It is, especially because I highly doubt that the K-Town Bobbers will be a thing ever again. It really feels like... Unless, unless Corona is still a thing next summer, which... Hey, run it back, I guess. Uh, maybe maybe increase some of your merch production, though, because I think people kind of like the novelty of it. So Is there is their shop open? Because they said I could just pop in the shop. The shop might have business hours even when the season is not going on. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't be shocked if... Because even for like a Northwoods League team, I could see them being open like noon to five, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or something, you know, something stupid. Something real dumb. But having some sort of office hours, as it were, um, for situations like this. Because otherwise it seems really hard to make it right. So, I hope they do. Oh, also, um, keeping keeping with the uh, kind of closing update theme, what, uh, what, what, do you, what do you got for us for the Beloit baseball team uh, mascot challenge? Do you really want to talk about it? I mean, there's one that I think is, is pretty interesting. There's one good one and a bunch of crap. Bunch of bullshit. All right, let me pull it up. Um, if, if you guys aren't aware, Blight Snappers, I guess RIP, I still still don't want to believe it, but I guess the Blight Snappers are changing their name since they got a new stadium. Um, your choices are, and I hope you're ready for this because there's some real crap in here. The Beloit Cheese Balls. Junk. Beloit Moo. Awful. The Beloit Polka Pike. I hate it. The Beloit Sky Carp. I like it. And the Beloit Supper Clubbers. I kind of like it. No way. Don't like the Supper Clubbers. The Supper Clubbers? The Beloit Sky Carp is the only acceptable answer. The problem is it's it's switching two letters away from Sky Crap. Well, that's the only reason I like Supper Clubbers is because it's basically sounds phonetically very similar to motherfuckers, 
um, which is for me a plus. Uh, yeah, but for, what, for, what's your logo gonna be for them? Probably what's gonna, it gonna be, be fucking uh, fucking cheese butt or a fucking. Also, once every idiot with an eight-year-old sense of humor like me figures out that supper clubbers and motherfuckers sound pretty similar, it could be a really bad time for them. Um, they may not enjoy the ads that they get on Twitter once once that becomes pretty common knowledge. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think you gotta go with sky crap. Yeah, let's go Skycrap. Skycrap or motherfuckers? What it was? Oh man, Magic City is trendy now because people are saying how long will it be before Lou Will's there? Well, didn't you? Did you see that he's uh, getting a patent or a licensing on Lemon Pepper Lou Will? That's smart. Very smart. Very very smart. Shouldn't so, it just be Lemon Pepper Lou? Probably. It's a better. It's a better nickname. Yeah, it, if it's it just better. if it's just Lemon Pepper Lou. You don't need the will. I know which Lou you're talking about. If if it's if it's I only know one Lou anymore. Lou Pinella. I don't know where he is. He's probably probably, speaking of drinking uh, (laughs) from earlier. Lou Pinella probably doesn't know where he is right now either, as it's after nine o'clock on a school night. Where's your Lou Pinella? Yeah, he's out in he's out in someone's yard just fucking kicking dirt on him. He just Uh keeps digging it up and throwing it on their porch, and then he makes them wipe it off with a brush like an umpire doing home plate. So. That's, I think that's what Lupinella is up to. Um, cannot confirm, though. Do not know Lupinella. Any hoozle. Um, shoot. I think that's all I got. Baby. I was going to say, do you got, you got any other updates for us before we get out of here? No. That's fine. Um, no. So with that being said, rest in peace, Clippers. Um, rest in peace, Snappers. Yeah. Get into baseball. You still got a couple weeks. The playoffs are going to be a lot of fun. And you can get invested now, and you still watched like twenty percent of the season, even if you and just the watched the remaining so games. Late if you're late night guys like us, yep. Doubleheader games are only seven innings. That's awesome. It makes popping in for a random half of a doubleheader so pleasant. I love when you get to the sixth inning and you're like, oh shit, this is almost over. Like, why are they bringing in? Why are they bringing in this relief? Like, oh yeah, because it's basically like we're in the eighth. Like. Because some like I think last night in one of the doubleheader games, the Brewers starter got pulled after like four and two thirds, and I was like, "But he's dealing! Like, what? Why would you like? Oh, you only got to get like seven more outs though, and then the game's over. Like, I see, like, so that's cool. Um, yeah, save people. There's a lot of, exactly. There's a lot more like tinkering management. Like, even with the DH being in both leagues, managers actually have to do a lot more managing this year, which has been cool. Um, seeing how teams have kind of dealt with. Sometimes you're going to need six different starters in five days. Do you want to do a bullpen day? Do you call a guy up from AAA to do a spot start? Like, So it's been really fun watching the mix and match baseball strategy. Um, and also with the, you know, the, between that and the extra inning rule with the runner on second, there's a lot of like stuff happening in baseball right now where nobody really has the right answer. And it's really, really cool watching teams kind of figure it out and seeing different approaches to it. And um, I think the playoffs is going to be that, but ramped up and greater intensity. And I'm looking forward to it, man. I sure should hope so. <laughs> so um, with that, I think we're gonna we're gonna get out of here, skedaddle, and maybe finish watching some sprouts here tonight. Um, so thank you for listening. As always, we did not get any emails this week, so pretty disappointed with all of you. You fuckers. Yep. Jabroni you. underscore sports at G- no, that's that's Twitter. the Twitter. Jabroni um, sports at gmail.com. Send so them. You were sassy boys. You've been very. You've all been sassy. Um, I get it. You know, sometimes you have an off week, but if there's another one, I'll come. I'll I'll spank your bare bottom. I will yeah. come spank your bare back bottom. I'll um, kiss you right on the lips. Yeah. So you don't want that. Um, so well, thanks for listening. Jabroni Sports, Jabroni underscore sports on Twitter, Jabroni Sports at gmail.com. I'm AJ First now. I am at Itchaboy Girls. And uh, we'll see you next week, you Jabrones. Bye. I love you.